Got that out of your system? Got it out. <laughs> <laughs> so what's going on with you, buddy? Uh, not a lot. So no Paul. Unfortunately, he's... Hungover? Hungover. We're, we're, gonna re we're recording this on New Year's Day. <laughs> New Year's Day morning, as a matter of fact. Yeah. So Paul, of course, is sleeping one off. And uh, uh, so it's just Kevin and I. So, yes, welcome back to the PTG PowerCast of 2022. Oh, my God. You don't believe it's 2022. No. No, not at all. These past couple few years have felt like a total fucking blur. Yeah, that's... It's bad. It's not great, is it? <laughs> no, it's... it's not great. <laughs> the reason like, my, my post at midnight was a shit end to a shit year into another one. <laughs> is that the truth? This is 2020 part three. Yeah. <laughs> yes, but... Uh, so without Paul, Kevin and I, I, I think we're going to do kind of a, a, a 2021 year-end wrap-up, if, if that makes sense, where we're going to talk about uh, games we played this year, not necessarily ones that came out this year, but just the ones that we played this year, and what we're looking forward to in 2022. Because first quarter already has a good wealth of games coming out that are going to be amazing. Too many. Yes. Well, at least that we hope are amazing anyway. Well, so, um, with most of them, if they're half as good as the first ones were, hey, they'll be great. Yeah. So, well, why don't we start with uh, what we're playing right now? What uh, what what you got? What you've been playing lately, buddy? Uh, because I know for a while you've kind of been jumping around. You've been having a hard time finding something to keep your attention. Yeah, I played a bit of Outriders with you and and your brother, and then after. I guess we all just kind of got burned out from playing a little <laughs> bit too much. And I stopped playing that and then started playing the new season of Diablo 3 just because... Season? I, was it 25? Yeah. Good God, man. So I can just kind of shut my brain off and play that when I just can't figure out what else to do. That's like your comfort game. Kind of. I feel like it's, it's like the pillow that you rest your... You just... You you can play Diablo 3 like it's nothing. Well, it's, it's just one of those things where, like, I can just shut my brain off and just, like, reflex play mm -hmm. and not actually think about what I'm doing. So it, it's less of a I'm actually playing and it's more of just autopilot, mm. which is kind of weird, but... Eh. No, I know what you mean. Uh, there are certain games, like, especially RPGs where I do that with. Uh, Shining Force 2... And Fantasy Star 4. I know Paul does it with, like, DuckTales. Oh, yeah. Super Mario Jaws. RPG, he basically just plays. Yeah. Yeah, like, it's nothing. It's just, I don't know. It's, especially when I'm having focus issues, it's just something I can do. Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then played a little bit more. Of, I've been playing Division 2 again the last couple of days. Oh, yeah? Because there's a big update that's supposed to be coming this year. I don't know when. So I was just kind of getting some stuff and pre-setting up for when that comes out mm. 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 i actually was kind of debating on going back to division two i i was kind of looking for a game to play because i was in the same vein where like all of a sudden like because i i've been on a huge pokemon kick lately <laughs> like i played through sword and shield again because we had talked about the expansions how we never played them so i played through that i played through the expansions i did all that and then i started playing like um some of the other ones i i playing through sun right now for the 3ds i have brilliant no i have shining pearl for the 
the Switch right now. Mm. So it's like, but once I beat Sword and Shield, I, I or uh, Shield, I kind of was just like, well, the fuck am I going to play now? Because I was like, I tried Outriders again, and I'm like, eh, I'm all right. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, I just couldn't, I, I look at all my games, I can't find a game I want to play. So, like, I started jumping between certain things. Um, I, I tried to play Nier again, Nier Replicant. Mm. Um, but I got, I didn't get bored with it. But, like, I don't know, it just, I need, I don't know. It's like, I get, I go through these weird phases of games I want to play. And, and, like, certain ones will sate my appetite. And for some reason, that one wasn't doing it. Because I, I was doing Metroid 3, or Metroid Prime 3 for a while after we did after we finished dread yeah so it's like i was on a metroid kick then i went on a resident evil kick i played revelations i i started like five i was so i, I started those and then i stopped those and it's like i don't know i go through these weird cycles but uh yeah now i've i started I, what did i start i started shantae Again, Shantae and the Seven Sirens was the newer one that came out, which oh, actually okay. I think you would enjoy because I love the Shantae games. I think they're a lot of fun. Um, I loved Half Genie Hero for the Switch, which was that one was weird because they were it was almost more stage based, whereas a lot of the Shantae they're games have been Castlevania, aren't they're they? more Castlevania. Which this one goes back to. Uh, the Seven Sirens ones goes back to like the overarching map. With, oh, okay. like Yeah, so that one's that one's definitely more of a Metroidvania, which I think you would enjoy. It's it's a fun game. I've always enjoyed those. So I'm playing Shantae again. Uh, like I said, Pokemon Sun. And then I started playing um, Fatal Frame for the PS2. Yeah. Because I wanted to start getting into those. So, yeah, that's kind of kind of what I've been going on worth right now and magic knight ray earth of course if you yeah. if everyone's watched our video on youtube the christmas video from 2021 that was the big gift paul got me was magic knight ray earth that he bought on accident accident, <laughs> accident. he bid he just didn't expect to actually win yeah it's not the first time he's done that though no definitely not the first time but uh so yeah that's pretty much what i've been what i've been playing lately other than that, now I'm just playing stuff, waiting for things to come out. But yeah, uh, yeah, twenty 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 one. I played a lot of good shit. I have to say, like I said, um, I started Resident Evil Revelations because when I got Paul, Paul finally got his PS five this year. Yeah. Well, <laughs> last year now, um, I ended up getting him all the Resident Evils that had come out. The remake of two oh, and yeah, three. Oh, yeah, collections and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, the remake of two and three. I got him Village. I got him uh, Biohazard. Was that seven? Yeah. Yeah, I got him seven. So it's like I kind of got him all those, and I'm just like, huh, you know, I actually wouldn't mind doing that. So I got myself, yeah, the two collections on the Switch, and then I got all of those as well, and I played through the remake of two, which I enjoyed quite a bit, even though, you know. It's different. I hate adaptive difficulty. I think it's yeah. stupid. Yeah, that's that's definitely one of the weak spots of the of that of that game. So yeah, otherwise game looks fan fucking tastic. I I can't tout those remakes enough. Those are really really yeah. good. Mister X is scary as hell. Yeah, like him following you is just it's one of those things where especially if you're not expecting him and all of a sudden he's just there in your face, you're like, well, I'm dead. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's, I, well, I ended up running into a point because I didn't realize it was adaptive difficulty. 
And so, like, throughout the game, enemies respawn, which I didn't realize. Only at certain story segments. Yeah, well, they come through the windows. Oh, that, yeah. I didn't realize that. So I kept getting all these boards, and I'm like, I didn't do anything with them, which was probably a mistake. Yeah. Because <laughs> I would go down the hallway I needed to go down, and I kept meeting zombies. Well, I would just kill them. Yeah. Whoops. That was a mistake. <laughs> so by, like... By the time I entered, I think it was the sewers. You're low on ammo? I have no ammo. Oh, jeez. Zero ammo. I have maybe 15 <laughs> shots with a handgun. And enemies, by the way, take about 15 shots to kill at this point. Like, the basic zombie. <laughs> I was like, get the fuck out of here. So I ended up... I ended up being a bitch, and I spent a few dollars to get unlimited ammo with, like, the rocket launcher. <laughs> and some the of the other, I got the special weapon unlocked. So it's, but even with those, it takes forever to kill shit. I'm well, like, you've got to be kidding me. Yeah, the unlimited handgun, but, like, the the MP5 and the Gatling gun, not so much. No. But the rocket launcher is a one-shot. So. Yeah. But it's like, as I'm going through the sewers... I'm meeting all these things, like the big shit demon things. Yeah. And I met like six of them. I'm like, if I didn't have these unlocks, how are you feasibly supposed to deal with all this stuff? It doesn't make sense to me. Um, in the remake, you're actually supposed to use like the flash grenades and stuff like that and just run. Really? You're not supposed to kill everything. Ugh. I mean, it went back to like true... Like, ammo management and stuff in that one, if you're not... Because the adaptive difficulty will set it up so where, yeah, you just lose all your ammo because it's taking more shots. Or the other thing you have to do is start kneecapping so they fall over and then just using your knife Mm. while they're down. Yeah, maybe. But then you gotta be careful with that because you could break your knife. That's the thing that sucks, too, is the knives aren't infinite, which was stupid. I thought they should have had, like, a side knife weapon because it... Lord knows it fucking needed it. Yeah. So it's like I have my gripes with the game, but it was still a really, really good game, and they did a fantastic job with the remake. I thought they really nailed it. I haven't played through 3 yet. No? The remake for 3. I haven't either. I, I played, like I said, I played through 2. I did a little bit of 7, but I I don't think I'm going to enjoy that very much because I don't like being chased because mm-hmm. I'm really not good at that kind of stuff. Like I fought the dude in the car or in the in the garage where you drive the where car you drive the car into him after dying umpteen times because I didn't realize you weren't actually supposed to fight him. You're yeah. just supposed to get to the keys as quickly as possible and hit him with the car. I'm like, what? Well, you you basically fight him to stun him so you can get the keys and stuff like that. Uh, but then like, I, so I'm like, okay, cool, finish this up. All right, now I'm looking around the house and all of a sudden he pops up again. And now I'm just running for my life. And yeah. he always knows where you are. So it's like, I I don't think I'm going to enjoy it. Because I'm not good under those kinds of conditions. Yeah, I, I think once you get past that, though, he stops chasing you. Is it? Yeah. Uh, There's only certain segments where he chases you, I believe. So I mean, it's a great... I mean, the game looks fantastic, and it is really fucking scary and tense. Like, don't get me wrong. Those games are fantastic. Yeah. I'm just not good at that. <laughs> Andy Z is not good at Then you're not going to be good at eight. Either. No, probably not. Because uh, uh, Lady... Lady Demistris Q. Yeah, and then the, the daughters chase you. I just call her Lady DQ. <laughs> Lady Double Ds. <clears throat> A lot of porn with her. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so that was that was one of the games I played last year. What about you? Um... Let's see. Uh, East 9. 
Yes, Monstrum Knox came out last year, February, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, some of ours, I think, are going to overlap a little bit. Probably. That's. I was actually compiling my list while we were just doing the opening. Yeah. Because like I, I had a website open that had the, all the re, like the major releases from last year. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, East Nine was one of them. Fantastic game. Probably yeah. one of the best in the series. It's my favorite of the series so far. Yeah. Yeah. I just. I liked it a lot. It. The story's told in a much better way in that one than some of the previous games. I'll agree with that. Um, it's it's because it's a lot more of a mystery as to what's happening. Granted, like the whole like the seg the city being segmented off by the barriers, cool but annoying. Mm-hmm. I I honestly I would rather them give me the entire map and then just not give me the abilities to go into some place and just yeah. allow me to tr- to walk wherever I want. Yeah, I but, can I can see that. Um, it kind of tries more to ease you into everything because it is yeah. a big it is a big city. Yeah, Balduke is a big city. That's why I kind of liked um, Lacrimosa, East East Eight. I yeah. thought did it very very well. Where it's just yeah, you couldn't progress because something stopped you. So well, it's like, yeah, because well, you needed to find enough villagers to clear the path. And yeah, which I I guess is kind of the same principle, really. Yeah, it sort of, but I don't know. And the other thing is like, I'm kind of a little sick of them doing it. Is the uh, it, Lacrimosa it was the defend the beach. Oh, the raids. And then in, in yes. this one, it's it's the uh, defend the crystal thing. Yeah. They need to get away from that mechanic. They need to stop using it. I kind of agree because those those just don't feel like they, they break up. Anything. They break up the flow of the game so bad. And in East Nine, the biggest problem is, yeah, I mean, granted, you can skip the little cutscene, but it's that same cutscene. Every fucking time, right before it, of uh, yeah, what's her, her name shooting the gun, yeah, yeah, and it's like, I, I, it's not. I'm not watching a Saturday morning cartoon. I don't <laughs> need to see this every damn time. Yeah, all that, and they just never. <laughs> like at least in Lacrimosa, when you're doing the beach and all that, it's different areas. This one was just kind of the one. Yeah, and it, it just and it never felt like a threat that makes sense because you have all of your party members there and they all fight at the same time yeah it's just a giant clusterfuck it basically turns into just i'm gonna mash the button a whole bunch and hope i hit shit use my strongest skill and watch everything die yeah yeah at least there was a sort of degree to it in lacrimosa but even like i said it just doesn't add like it doesn't actually add anything to the game yeah and although there was a different one because there was the raid where it was just defend the crystal. Then there was the one where you had to collect the, the shards, the shards, yeah. which, which was is annoying. Still stupid. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. Those, or you could defeat enough of the enemies and then fight the big one and kill it, and then you just auto collect everything. Yeah, but it's I'm, I'm kind of with you on that. But it's just one of those things where it's like, those are clearly in there to add padding for the game, and nothing else. Yeah. So I'd I'd rather they focus on telling a a better, shorter story than filling it with fluff that gives me nothing. Which I will say, the story in, in Monstrum Knox was very good. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. Just like I liked the one in Lacrimosa, it took forever to get going because you actually don't even meet well, Dana until like halfway yeah. to 60% way through the game. And it, it's you're like, what is happening right now? Yeah. But at least with Monstrum Knox, like it kind of... 
Well, and Monster Still Knox also has like two stories that are going on at once. Yeah. You have yeah. the in the city, and then you have the in the prison story. Yeah. So you're getting two different stories going at once. It was kind of an interesting thing, and it, it you're like, what, it kind of gives you the same thing where you're like, what the fuck is happening right yeah. now? But it, it it does unfold, and it's actually a really cool, it's a really really good story. Yeah. And I really enjoyed it. And traversal abilities were a nice touch. Yeah. Like, the verticality of, like, being able to go up, and then, like, it just, it added movement that felt more fluid mm-hmm. than the previous games. Exploring Balduke was, was amazing. Yeah. They did a really good job with the, the scaling the buildings, with the cat run, and all that stuff, and yeah. even the random encounters in the town was kind of a cool touch. Where you could yeah, spark you could, the thing to yeah. spawn the enemies. That was a cool idea. I yeah. really, really enjoyed that. But yeah, I think Monster Knox was fantastic. I, I I was very pleased with it when yeah. it came out. I don't remember if I've got the Platinum or I'm really close to it. Yeah, I'm close to it. I didn't do traverse enough distance or play as each of the other characters enough to get their mm. achievements but yeah. that's funny i actually i want to say i haven't i don't i don't really use ad all that much he's the only one i used yeah I, I i never did i ended up using a lot of the other characters mm. like i liked the little cat girl i used her for quite a bit and then i liked the the guy with the double swords even though i hated his the actual character the, the eagle or whatever yeah. yeah i can't remember what yeah what his tag is but yeah, I like. I actually liked his fighting style a lot, and even the the doll. I liked doll. I like her. Yeah, she she had a cool weapon, and I liked her story, and everything. I I never really used that all all that much. I usually do, even in other like other games like that, where it's like, you've got this party. I always just end up using the main character, mm. just because it's well, it's who you usually have the longest, and who's usually the most developed. So. Yeah. Well, this one was was more unique in the fact that versatility was definitely more apparent because you could ch- change everybody's attack type. Yeah. Whereas like E7 I th- want to say only Adol could change it because he had different weapons. He had like the heavier weapon, he had like the the stabbing ones and then just the regular sword. So he could change between the strike, pierce and bash. I want to say and then he got one that did all of them. Yeah. But I want to say none of the other characters did. Then again, E7 was such a clusterfuck. No, yeah, E7, I think Adol was the only one that could change. Yeah, but then, yeah, Lacrimosa, uh, I want to say you could change out some of them. But this one really changed. It's where, like, everybody really feasibly could Because you got the everything. accessory that could change your attack type. Yeah, you didn't so. necessarily have to change weapon. Yeah. Which was neat. I, I think it's a cool idea. So if you have characters you really like... You can swap them into whatever role they need to be in. Yeah. Very good game. Highly recommend that series. Yeah. I really do. Can't recommend it enough. So let's see. Um, obviously, the one that we played, that that we, we did a whole fucking podcast episode about was Metroid Dread. Yeah. Came out last year. That To me, that was probably game of the year for me last year because that one was so fantastic. And it was such a beautiful almost like renaissance for the series that it just like every aspect of that game felt fantastic i don't know if i would say game of the year but it was definitely up there yeah um yeah it's definitely a a good direction for um the series to be taking Mm -hmm. um it'll be interesting to see where it goes from here because the the previous story is done yeah so we'll see what they plan on doing 
And if it's going to take another 21 years or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, nine, what is it, 19 years or whatever since the... The last, since the, oh, uh, Fusion? It was like 14, or something like that, yeah. Yeah, so it's... It had been a while. So hopefully it's not that long in between again? No. Well, I do know that they're, there was, I don't know if it was confirmed or if it was still just rumors, where uh, they're remastering or remaking Metroid Prime for the Switch. Yeah, it's the... And then I know Prime 4 has been in development hell for however many years now, but... I like the Prime series. I think the Prime series is fantastic, which actually brings me to my next one, uh, Metroid Prime. I played Prime 1 and Prime 3, which I had never played Corruption before or seen it. Corruption's fantastic. Yeah. I, I really think that would be a fun one to to play on the channel sometime because it's it's definitely more narrative because there's other people. It's not just her. Yeah. But but you can't have narrative in, in a Metroid game because the fan base <laughs> hates it. Yeah, really. Look what they did to other M. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, Corruption was really good. It was a gorgeous game for the Wii. I was surprised at how good it looked. A lot of the Wii games looked good. It just... They're being dumb and not using HDMI. Mm-hmm. Like, it... Yeah, it, it was a detriment. It really was. The Wii and the Wii U were one of those systems, like, there's so many good, like, games on it, but it was Nintendo being Nintendo and not understanding what the fuck to do with technology. It was stifling their hardware. Yeah. They they opted for innovation over graphics, which they kind of always well, but, do. But even then, the innovation, it, once you got past, like, the, the, the Wiimote sure. and yeah. stuff like that, like... A lot of the games that released, like, outside of, like, some, mm -hmm. like, some of the great ones, like, the Xenoblade Chronicles and stuff like that, like, yeah. a lot of the games, once you get past, like, yeah, the, the motion controls, they're not innovative beyond that. No. Really and even then, really. like, like, it's a, it's an interesting concept, but on a console game, doesn't really work. It works in VR, doesn't really work for the console games. Look at yeah. fucking Zelda. It suffered from the Wiimote, from the unfortunately yeah skyward sword so fantastic game to me i fucking loved it yeah but, it's... but for the time the wii motion was still not quite perfect enough well to make even it, make even it the seamless. motion controls on the switch suck yeah i haven't played it for the switch yet. well i haven't played the switch version but like breath of the wild mm. when you have to use the motion controls on those the ball puzzles oh yeah it's garbage <laughs> yeah, there's a reason i literally flip the puzzles over <laughs> and cheat yeah it was just easier that way yeah like <clears throat> motion controls are one of those things where just console games cannot be developed around using them very well no it, so or it's, it's just some weird goofy gimmick yeah that just doesn't play out and like nintendo is one of those like yeah like they do a lot of good in a, like introducing certain things like to gaming, but at the same time, they need to stop holding themselves back and shooting themselves in the foot. Mm -hmm. If Nintendo were to actually say, "Hey, you know what? Fuck it, let's go like the other companies do, release a killer fucking hardware," their games would be far far better than what they currently are. I don't know though if they would, if they would succeed in that. Because you figure Xbox and and PlayStation are so far ahead of Nintendo. Well, and it's not necessarily just, like, not going for, like, the realistic graphics, but frame rates that don't drip 
stopped dropping down to single digits. Yeah. Which is a problem for the Switch on yeah. some games. Like, there are games that where you'll be, like, going along at, like, 30 frames a second, then all of a sudden, boom, I'm down to, like, 9 or 10. <laughs> and it's like, mm, come on. Like, Astral Chain, fucking perfect example. That game on better hardware at a higher frame rate would be so much cooler than what it is. I agree. It is held back by the system. Yeah. And that's Nintendo's biggest problem. It's just, yeah, being short-sighted in that fact. Yeah. They, I, Yeah, I kind of agree with you there. Like, even if it wasn't up to PlayStation or Xbox, at least just give yourself enough room for your system to shine. Yeah. As far as hardware goes. Well, and like, because like limiting a, even the cards to like the, what is it, the 32 gig or whatever the size cards those are, yeah. those really hinder their developers from really pushing. Because like Xenoblade Chronicles 2, fucking gorgeous. Yes. Astral Chain, fucking well, and, gorgeous. And that's that's the one where I will, Nintendo, like I said, they don't necessarily have to go after the hyper-realistic graphics because they do better stylized graphics, mm -hmm. but allowing yourself to have the headroom to be able to do stuff to not have to cut corners in other ways yeah. would be amazing, but they just... Like, Dread was one of the most beautiful games on the Switch that they've ever released, yeah. in my opinion. Anyway. Oh, God, it's gorgeous. Like, the way it's rendered completely in 3D and just how seamless everything was, was it blew me away. Yeah. It really did. I'll never understand anybody who said that game looked ugly oh, yeah, or did not look good. I think they are so full of shit. Yeah. Because it looked, it looks better than a lot of the games on the PlayStation or Xbox, in my opinion. I think it looked fantastic. Yeah. Especially I, for what it was. I'm going to say, depending on, like, what, how we're, you know, comparing yeah, stuff. I, I suppose that's Obviously, true. because, like, Insomniac's Spider-Man or Miles Morales for PS5. Mm. Sorry, there's no comparison. Dread looks like shit compared to those. <laughs> yeah, I suppose that's So, true. like, because, but there's, like, so many, like, hyper-fine details that they can do because of the, the more powerful hardware. Yeah. That yeah. Dread... If it had that, that type of hardware, would be up there with one of the best-looking games ever made. Yeah. So, Like, even the Prime games, if you think about it, if the Prime games were able to be as as finely detailed as, like, something on the PlayStation or the Xbox would be, I think they could really make a really good, like, uh, immersive experience yeah. with those. Like, they should be. Like, you see a lot of first-person games of that style and, like, that, that type of environment mm -hmm. on, on those systems, and they look great. Yeah, look at, like, Metro and stuff like that. Yeah, oh, like yeah. Like, Metro is probably the best example to compare to, like, the Primes because it's all about setting up the atmosphere and, like, mm -hmm. stuff like that, so... One of the games I had played on, on uh, this year was The Persistence. It's kind of like a roguelite, but not really... I don't know. It's yeah, I would say it was a one that was free on PlayStation Plus for a while, uh, but the atmosphere is wonderful, like and and it looks really really good. Yeah, and I I always feel like it's it it feels like a prime game to me, even though it's it's not doesn't or, function anywhere near that. But or hell, Control. Uh, it yeah. goes for like Control. Control is one of those games where putting it onto a weaker hardware or something like the Switch would have killed the game. Yeah, yeah. Like, it just... Or Returnal. You oh, there's no way. You couldn't do a game like that on the weaker no. hardware. And that's kind of Nintendo's one issue, I think. 
Yeah, Returnal would never have survived. Deathloop even wouldn't look that good. Yeah. I played a little bit of that. Not much to really make my list here, but I, I'd start it, and Deathloop looks fantastic. I'm going to have to borrow that from you at some point. Yeah, I think you'd enjoy that one, even though you're not a big uh, uh, roguelite kind of guy. It is, but it's it, not. It's, but it's also, in, it has a direct narrative tied to it, so yeah. that's, I, I'd be able to get past it for that. And it is funny. Like, just the, playing the, the hour or so I played at the beginning was really hilarious. How far did you get up to the cabin? I don't know. I don't think I got very far into it. I got to my first death. Which is scripted. And then he wakes up again. I'm trying to remember what's your first death. Is the first death where you fall out the window? Yes. By yourself? No, you she, your she pushes you out. Wait, but you meet yourself? No. Oh, okay. Not that I know of. Oh, okay. Not that I remember, anyway. Okay, then that, that must be further beyond that. That's that's where I've seen, because one of my friends was like, you got to see this scene, so I watched it. I'm like, okay, that's funny. i got to play that game. It is really <laughs> trippy, because it reminds me of Returnal a little bit, because you'll see, like... Remnants of Remnants of where your previous lives were, and it's actually pretty clever. Yeah. I, I really like the idea of it. Even, even like, Returnal was, was one I really loved, the idea of her encountering her previous deaths and and mm. leaving notes for herself and it was actually really really well done which was one of the games from last year that i played returnal yeah um we did do a small recording that never saw the light of day but uh yeah that game was fantastic too that one was a little heavier on roguelite than i think you would have liked yeah i after watching you play that one that just not well, to mention it's, it's very bullet hell it's against the very bosses. bullet hell and i that between the two, the combination of those two things, I was like, no, no, I'm not going to play that one. Yeah, I don't, I definitely don't blame me on that one. But Deathloop, I think you would enjoy. I really do. Yeah. Um, All right, what else you got? Uh, the Marvel's Avengers game, mm. which I know I talked about it before, uh, one other time, and glad I didn't pay full price for that one. Ah, <laughs> uh, like that one, I got it like for on sale for cheap, and yeah, it one of those games where now which one is is it was it like um what was the one that came out not that long ago the black phoenix one or whatever or black eagle or whatever the hell it was black or the, the, Ult the ultimate alliance was it yeah, ultimate the, alliance yeah ultimate is that alliance. kind of what this one was like or no no well this one wanted to be like that but then at some point in development they switched it from just being like a team rpg like that to making it a game as a service like um. so yeah like there was just a lot of the design stuff was just shit and Ugh. like combat and movement feel clunky um they recently just introduced uh what was it in october or november i think they introduced spider-man to the the playstation version of the game and it's fucking terrible hmm. and it's just it's one of those things where it's like there are some good core ideas in the game, but like games as a service type, like that live service games, I don't. other than MMOs, just need to fucking die. Yeah, I, I don't really care for that model. I always feel like the games are not as good as they could well, be. Well, they're held back because they want to be able to monetize right. and like sell things like cosmetics and like stuff that'll affect how the game plays it's like no like give me the game just give me the game i want to play that's, that's how i felt when i found out destiny 2 went went that way yeah and it, it completely killed all my motivation to even come back to it 
Which sucks, because it's like a game like that, I don't even feel like I could trade in for anything. No. Like, I have Destiny 1. The fuck am I going to do with it? Nobody even plays it anymore. I don't think I could find a player on it. Well, that's like... division. I think Division hit the fine line between the two. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, because it's still completely playable solo... But you can group up and it's and it's enjoyable at the higher difficulties with a group. Yeah, I think Outriders does it as well. Outriders did a very good job of it. So yeah. it's it's one of those things where like you can take a few of the elements, but if you go too far one direction, it's just like no, it's you're you suck. Especially if it's, un, <laughs> it's if it's like unstable server connections and shit like yeah, that. So. Yeah. So what was that other one that came out just not that long ago? Was it uh, Guardians of the Galaxy? That's a single-player story-based game. That's a single-player one? Yeah. That's when I actually... I, I had seen one. a lot of good stuff about it. I, I almost, want to play that I one. I almost debated picking that one up, because I heard it's actually pretty good. It's Yeah, it's a single-player, like... I think it's mission-based. Hmm. And you play as just Star-Lord the entire game, and then you can give commands to the, the other Guardians to do stuff. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So is it kind of more of, like, the, um... It wasn't Ultimate Alliance. What were the other ones? Was it X-Men Legends? Well, X Men Legends. No, X Men Legends is basically Ultimate Alliance under another name. Oh, okay, okay. Because X Men Legends was the one where it starts off. Yeah, and you get all the you get the different team members, and then Ultimate Alliance was the one that spun out of those. Okay, but this one's not like that. Really. No, it's it's there's, just your you have your captain, and then everybody. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And it's interesting. And like, there's minor like exploration where you can do things to affect the environment a little to find secrets and other costumes and shit like hmm. that from what I've heard. So. Yeah, but I heard that one was actually supposed to be pretty good. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I Maybe I'll have to... I can't imagine that one's still very expensive. Usually games, especially... Because is that considered a triple-A yeah. title? Usually those games... It's Square. You know, they've really been pumping out a lot of shit lately. I, I think they're the publisher. I don't know if they were the developer, but... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, not, not shit meaning bad games, but I'm saying they've no, been really a putting lot out games. a lot. Yeah, they've been publishing more than than usual. Yeah, because there's one on my list for games I'm looking forward to that's another mm. Square Enix one. That's kind of interesting, but it's like, yeah, boy, I feel like I've been, every game that's been coming out in this past half year, it feels like it's Square Enix. Like, yeah. Holy shit, dude. Yes, um, let's see. We talked about Outriders a little bit, even though yeah. that was a wasn't that a 2020 release? I want to say. Mm. I feel like, or was it this year? No, I want to say that was or this last year. year, or this 2021 February. Was April. it around the same time? April. Oh, it was April. That's right. They came out on April first. That's right, because everyone thought it was a joke. No, it wasn't. <laughs> That's right. So yeah, Outriders was was a good one we sunk a lot of time oh, into. i put a lot of time into that one yeah we did a whole power cast episode with my brother adam if yeah. uh if, if you guys want to give a listen to that we talk about it we really should have we came did back to that a bit. we know because we did we did the demo one and then did we do one after when yeah. the full game we released? did this demo and then the full game but we never went back to it once we did started doing the expeditions mm. which i suppose really i should get back into so we can actually finish it like yeah to do i what is it eye of the storm or whatever yeah the ending ending of it because we never did because there's post game where you do basically like well I guess for anybody who's played Destiny strikes for lack of a better they're just small dungeons you small dungeons yeah just small they're like one off uh, dungeons yeah and they, they do technically have segments of the story yes yes because Each one there of is them does. story yeah yeah and there's like a post game story where 
you go to this eye of the storm after you do so much and level up to a certain point and and it's supposed to be the end end of it yeah but uh yeah maybe we'll have to honestly i literally only have two left to do and they're it's eye of the storm and one other one that was added and i don't remember when but they're literally the only two i haven't done yeah that's one i have to finish because next year i think world slayer comes out their dlc yeah and that one's supposed to be we'll see what that one adds maybe maybe we'll do a power cast on world slayer okay, yeah, so i'm sure adam will get it and yeah i'm sure we'll dick around with that when that comes out i'm hoping for like a new class or something that'll be cool i'd be all right with that yeah or more skill points ain't that the truth <laughs> yeah that was one of my because once once you started doing those expeditions it's like i want to respect but like you really only have that one route you can take, and, yeah, and there's seems, really no going around it. It's unfortunately it's one of those one of those things where it's like, yeah, you've got the three trees and you can play how you want, but just like all games of that style, there's an optimal path per every class. Yeah, depending on what you're wanting it to do. Yeah, which I will say they did change quite a bit in it with the expeditions because when the, when we did our power cast they were timed the expeditions were timed and it was basically no matter what you had to prioritize dps yep well with the latest update that new horizons update they removed the timers so you're getting treasure just you're getting treasure based on the level based on the based on the difficulty of the dungeon yeah. perfect it's what it should have been to start yes so now you can technically play more as you would choose to play you don't but, need and, to prioritize damage. But it's one of those things where it's like, because of the way their scaling works on the difficulty, you basically still end up going DPS anyways to finish as many as you can, as quickly as you can, to get the resources to buy the shit you need. I which kind of sucks. I, I ended up myself doing more survivability. Yeah. Because I suck. <laughs> I want to say, like, my... The one, my, my engineer just runs around with a rocket launcher blowing everything up. Yeah. So. And I know your pyromancer, that phaser, that phaser beam, beam. <laughs> is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. They really did that thing some justice, finally. Yeah. Retooling, they did a good job, I will say. For as much shit as people give that game when it released and all this shit, well, like, they've really found their footing with the patches and fixing issues that come up. And that's the one thing is like, Unlike a lot of companies, they at least addressed the issues that the the fan base had. Oh yeah, and then fixed them. And then there were other ones that, why like the um, like the the timers on the expeditions, like there was a subsection of the fan base that wanted those to stay, and they were just kind of like, nah, we get it. These are kind of dumb. We don't know what we were thinking. We took them away. But if you want, you can go into the options and turn the timer back on. Does it actually affect anything if you put the timers on? I don't know. I wonder. But if I, at that point, I don't even care, though. No, I wouldn't so. either. But it's kind of interesting to me. Yeah. And it's a good choice. Give them, give players the option to put them on or off. Yep. That's, that's always a better option than just taking it away and saying, this is what it is. Yeah. Or, or leaving it on and saying, this is what it is. You know what I mean? That's, that's why I, I really admire what they've done with the game. Even though a lot of people didn't like it. I, I think the game's fantastic. Yeah. I think the atmosphere they created, the way the game plays, and how everything handles, they did a fantastic job from yeah, what it I, is. Like, the expansion will be should be interesting, and then potential sequels. Yeah. So. That's uh, why. It still, it still kills me. I really wish Anthem would have been given a better shot. To be honest, what I wish would happen is, because uh, they're, they're closing that one down, they're not updating it anymore, doing anything with it. Honestly, I wish they would just sell the 
the IP to someone who could take that engine and just make a fantastic single player game out of it. Yeah. I'd a be single right player with that. open world game where you're based around just choosing one of the suits and doing stuff yeah. would be fucking amazing because the flight was so good, combat was good. No, the game was. I. I. I, I... It binged just, that game for um, like a couple months i, I did fucking too. loved it the only thing was there was just the end game kites just like with destiny one when it released there was no end game no the end game was running these same like two or three missions repeatedly and yeah. it just it's one of those things where it's like after a certain point you could eh. see they had better they had plans to do more yeah and especially since they set the story up to continue yeah and it just it just and I just and the art sad. style for the suits was fucking amazing. Oh, I, the javelins look fantastic. I love them. I loved it too. I thought the classes were incredible. I loved the what yeah. was the wizard one. I can't remember what the name of it was. Uh, was it the storm something or other? Yeah, it might have been storm. Yeah, I thought all the classes the, were incredible. Yeah, because it was what Colossus, Ranger, Striker. No. I, I don't, I don't remember, remember. Yeah, either. it's been a while. I, it's basically your heavy, your average, your speedy, and then your magic based. Pretty much, Those yeah. The four archetypes for for you know D and D classes. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> Which, yeah, it's a shame that one that one kind of fell off. But that's another one too. It's like, what do you do with it? I can't trade it in. It's worth a cent, maybe. Yeah, it's, it's like eh. that's why Outriders. As much as I love physical. I didn't mind getting it digital because it's like, well, once this game kind of goes to pass, what am I going to do with it? Yeah. You know, I can't trade it in. It ain't worth anything. That's, that's one of the big problems with any form of game as a service. It's just, Mm -hmm. or MMOs where it's just like, yeah, you buy it, but when they finally eventually are done, you can't do anything. Once the servers are down, you can't even play it. Yeah. So that's, yeah. Unfortunately, that's the way a lot of games are going. It makes me mad. Well, that's why games as a service. It was always still like single player games more than anything. So. Oh, one hundred percent. All right. Let's see what else do we got. Uh, Monster Hunter Rise. Didn't get that one. Well, you're not a big fan of the Monster Hunter series. Yeah. I really tried with Worlds, and it just I. Couldn't. Like, Monster Hunter, well, like especially when you compare it to like God Eater. But yeah. Like, yeah. Monster Hunter has some like some of the coolest weapon, armor, and creature designs, in the fucking world. Yeah. Unfortunately, they are still stuck in a fucking mindset from the PS2. <laughs> like, com- like, combat and gameplay, yeah, it's added some tweaks here and there. It's sped up in a few ways here and there. But you compare the PS2 game to either Monster Hunter World or Monster Hunter Rise, it's nearly identical still. That's sad. Like, it's not changed that much. And then you compare, like... If, and then you compare it like the uh, the combat in Monster Hunter Rise to like the combat in God Eater, you're like, okay, why I'm walking through peanut butter in fucking Monster Hunter, whereas yeah. in God Eater I'm zipping around everywhere and doing shit and. Oh yeah, God Eater to me was a million times better than Monster Hunter ever was. Yeah, and to me it felt. Well, I wouldn't say it was more customizable because you actually do have quite a wealth of weaponry in in Monster Hunter. Yeah. But like, but that's like I said, that's why like the yeah, armors and, and the weapons and, and creatures in Monster Hunter, they're fucking amazing. I, there are very few games that could ever come close to like the the creature designs and stuff like that. Yeah. And like being able to like, clearly I you know I killed this creature, I took these pieces, I made my armor. It looks like that creature. That was always cool. That was a cool touch. But it's one of those things where it's just like, 
gameplay needs to catch up. They need to take a page from the God Eater book and make a fast-paced one that's much more like over-the-top action versus the standard Monster Hunter. I wonder if they're hesitant to do that because they'll lose oh, the, fan... the fans that'll that have been with them for so long. Yeah, well, I'm, the fan base for Monster Hunter is as stupid as the fan base is for like the Dark Souls franchise where it's, well, if you don't like it, too bad, fuck off. Well, it's like, no... At some point, companies need to realize they'll make more money if they say, hey, we're going to do something different and pull people in. That's why Monster Hunters did uh, Monster Hunter Stories 1 and 2. Oh, yeah, those spinoffs, yeah. The, the, uh, like the turn-based RPGs. Like, they need to do other stuff to appeal to, like, the non-fans, too. Mm-hmm, Otherwise, mm-hmm. eventually, like, yeah, you I mean, sell. Even, but... even Pokemon did it with Let's Go. Yeah. Like, those games were by all intents and purposes the same game as pokemon but it was catering to a different audience that didn't care so much about battling yeah it's like yeah you still had to battle but it made working up a lot easier and it wasn't really about the fighting it was about the catching shit yeah that was was the whole point you know yeah which this pokemon arceus that comes out which i suppose is jumping the gun just a smidge about about what we're looking forward to but that's going to change the formula as well and i hear there's already leaks and shit about people are gonna be pissed off because it's it's not like the old pokemon games well, well no I, shit why well, but see that one's i because that then see and this is where it gets weird because like yeah you could do spin-off games that are not the mainline games to appeal to a different subset like audience yeah. and still do your mainline games to appeal to the the annoying asshats that don't want change yeah so it's there, like at eh. some point you do have to evolve yeah into a, a <laughs> speaking of pokemon there you do have to change to, to modernize i yeah. guess is the best way to put it you can't be stuck in doing the same thing even though again pokemon's been doing the same thing since well yeah but look at how many side <laughs> steps like pokemon takes yeah. you got pokemon snap you got mystery dungeons you got pokemon, pokemon rangers. rangers you got pokemon like stadiums pinball stadium Trozoi, um, which nobody remembers. <laughs> uh, what's the one with the little, like, the wind-up Pokemon? Rumble. Yeah. Yeah, they've done so many offshoots that it, it like, kind of appeals. They've got something. Hell, they did Pokemon Fighter. Yeah, they did, which was so odd, but it worked. <laughs> but it's one of those things where it's like, they tried more than just, we're going to keep doing the same thing. Yeah. So at least, like, with Pokemon, yeah, we can say that, They've attempted other stuff to see what would work and what wouldn't. Yeah, I actually got those games for Christmas this year. I got the three Pokemon Ranger games, and they are phenomenal. They're <laughs> they're so fun and cute and adorable, and it's a different take on Pokemon, which I love. Yeah, yeah. you know, and, and even Stadium was such a huge, like a huge phenomenon when it came out because it was like it was the first time you were ever seeing Pokemon rendered in 3D. Yeah, it's well, like, and then, that's not as big of a deal now because everything's well, and then 3D. Being but... able to take your cart and put the Pokemon from the the Game Boy onto the TV and battle against another person in the living room, oh, and yeah. not need the link cable and shit. You just need two of those those packs, and we're good to go. It was incredible. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And Monster Hunter, I feel like if if I were ever gonna play it, it would need to catch up to like God Eater or that's. I mean, you have you had games even on like the PSP or Vita of that style like you had freedom wars and uh lord of arcana lord of arcana which is the square enix version one yeah you had uh soul sacrifice 
yeah. hugely fun and and interesting games that kind of mimic they, that style that they were still had they were still hard yeah and they were 10 times more fun yeah. than than those were yeah. you know like especially freedom wars i fucking loved freedom wars well, freedom wars and god eater are just yeah. amazing if they ever got anything off of the vita onto like consoles freedom it would wars. be freedom wars and soul sacrifice i feel like those two games need to come yeah because i think they do well on the switch i mean it basically hand granted with soul sacrifice they'd have to change things up a little bit because yeah because it's because it's an arena it's like a pve arena fighter type thing yeah so they would have to do some tweaking to that otherwise it you would notice that a lot more on a console as opposed to a handheld well i mean god eater essentially is a pve arena yeah, and and you notice it. That's one of the things. Uh, I suppose that's true. Because like, especially in Soul Sacrifice, there was only six areas you fought in, or something yeah, like that. Yeah, there wasn't a whole lot. You're right. Like, so it would become very noticeable very quickly. They would have to do something to it to really, yeah. They would have to, because I mean, between Soul Sacrifice and Delta, the the re-release of it with extra shit, like they did add quite a bit of stuff. Yeah. But like, yeah, like you said, they would have to add a bit more, I think, to it to really make it flourish on the consoles. Yeah. But I think it'd be a great addition. Oh God, yeah, it'd be. The visuals would be able to step up to, be what the game deserves. Yeah. Because I, I will. That's one of the few things I will say that was bad about it. As much as I love the art style and stuff, it is very muddy on the on the Vita. Yeah. Yeah. So. But it was a great idea. Yeah. Um, other than that, I really don't have much uh, um, else that I played. Um, I started playing Fatal Frame, which we're we're gonna start playing on the channel. I think um, it still surprises me to this day how much Paul is has a penchant for survival horror. Well, there's a ton of survival horror. He's never done touched that. I'm just surprised he doesn't own these. I mean, these are like quintessential even, PS2 titles. I don't think titles. he has the Onimusha series. That's survival horror. The first way it starts off. It was made by Capcom. Oh, I had no idea. Yeah, the first one is very. Those were... No, the first one is it's a very like really? survival horror with like it, but well, it, I'd be it probably better said it's more of an action survival horror. Mm. But it's one of those things where if you suck, you can run out of healing items and fuck yourself and have to start over. Interesting. Like I never really looked into those. Like ones. the later games, like I, what is it like Dawn of Dreams and stuff? It gets it starts like the Rise of the Evil series gets more actiony as it goes on. Mm. But he doesn't have those. Those would be fucking amazing. Yeah. I would love to play those on the, on the on the. Oh hell yeah! But I'm just surprised that like he doesn't have the Fatal Frames. Not even one yeah. of them. I think he has two on the Xbox. Doesn't he have one for the Wii? Uh, I don't even. I don't think there is one. I mean, there is one on the Wii, but it never came out here. Because mm. there's. Or was it the Wii U that there was one? There was one on the Wii U, but it was digital only. So I seriously. Oh, I doubt that he has it. it. Yeah. Which actually I did for Christmas for myself I ordered a physical copy of the, the new one that came out that mm. made in a black water because really region lock isn't so much a thing anymore so like you can order the I think I ordered the Asia version yeah but it's in fully voiced English and subtitle English mm. so for all intents and purposes it's an English game yeah why wouldn't you just release a physical here Nah, I don't know. They're weird like that. So, like, from, like, PlayAsia.com, I think, is the the, yeah. the site. I ordered that for myself, and it was only, like, 45 bucks. So I'm like, all right, cool. Yeah. So I have that coming. 
and it's supposed to have a whole bunch of extra shit, and I'm, I'm looking forward to it, because I, I, so far, I'm loving Fatal Frame. It is the perfect, like, horror, survival horror game, but isn't quite as resource-restrictive as, like, Resident Evil is. You can never run out of ammo. Wow. Okay, cause you, can run, you, you have infinite version of, like, your weaker film, mm. but you never run out of it because you can refill it at all the save points up mm. to a certain point. You can run out of healing items. Yeah. But that's about it. So, I mean, if you really suck <laughs> and there's no way to regain your health other than with those healing items. But, yeah, it's a fantastic game. I'm really looking forward to playing on the channel. So, yep. Fatal Frame, I have two and three, and now I have four coming. And I didn't realize Spirit Camera for the 3DS was part of the Fatal Frame series. Wasn't there another one that was part of the franchise, but is like a very different game? Uh, on, I wanted to say it was either the Wii or the Wii U. It was... Well, there was one for the Wii. It was called Lunar Eclipse or something like that. Let me, let me look it up real quick. I, I'm sure I searched for it on eBay. Da, 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 da. Nope, I definitely did not. Damn it. No, I, I... Fuck. Yeah, there is there is one for the, the Wii that never came out here. Mask of the Lunar Eclipse? Mask of the Lunar Eclipse. I don't know if it's the same kind of style as the old ones, or the other ones, but... Yeah. Well, I know the Spirit Camera one for the 3DS is... it uses the uh, augmented reality. Oh, okay. So you actually go around and capture the ghosts in your environment. Kind of cool. I always like that kind of shit. I'm a sucker for that kind of stuff, so... That's another one, too, I wouldn't mind getting my hands on, because it's still relatively cheap. I think it goes for about 40 complete. 40, 45. I really don't remember, but that'd be a neat one. Yeah. So, yeah, I started that one. That was fun. There's one for... I want to say it was for the... Unless it's one that's, like, part of it, but not, if that makes sense. Like, kind of like how Kudelka for the PS1 is technically part of the Shadow Hearts series, but it's not called Shadow Hearts. <laughs> maybe. I don't know. I think you have it. I'll, well, I'll have to look at when I... I might. Cause I I, maybe, maybe it's not a Fatal Frame. Maybe it's part of another franchise that I just could be i don't know i don't know i'll maybe i'm pretty sure you had it for the system so actually when we go back i'll look and see if i can see it okay yeah yeah all right uh let's, let's see what else you got played genshin impact for a bit mm, that was kind of a breath of the wildish but more of like it was a, characters <laughs> yeah it was a free-to-play game yeah the um it was fun for a while like there's a lot to do especially for a free-to-play game Really good graphics on. I played it. I played it on PS4 and PS5. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and like my, like the only complaint I have with it is because it's a free-to-play game, they monetize by, you know, to get new characters you have to use like. Is it the gotcha system? Yeah. Ah. So I like I was really because you couldn't just directly would be like oh this is the character I want fuck everyone else I want this one, so you couldn't do that. But it's like eh, like, I mean they got to make their money somehow, especially with how much they paid to make the game really good it's it's fun for a while i just and then i just kind of got to the point where i burned out on it mm. i've kind of worn myself out on like breath of the wild style games like open world kind of ones because i have immortals phoenix rising 
I tried it. That game is it is so funny. funny. It's funny and it's cute, but it's like I, I'll, I'll have to come back to it at a certain point because it's like I. Then there's I, like I three fr- expansions for it that I never. Got. Yeah, there's there's quite it. It's a big fucking game. Although I, from what I hear, one of the expansions like plays completely different. Really? Yeah. Hmm. So interesting. Is it kind of like the how? What was that one expansion for Breath of the Wild? That Master Quest one or the Master Trials? Oh, where you could power up the Master Sword. I yeah, where was... you're you basically start the level naked. Yeah, that was dumb. Yeah, I I didn't get any of that stuff. I just just because the challenges were so stupid. Mm. Like a lot of them, it's like you've got four arrows and there's like twelve guys to beat. Good luck. There's nothing else to fight these guys with. And you basically, you have to know exactly how to manipulate the environment and the enemies. And it's just like, no, just give me some sticks to beat the shit out of these guys with. Yeah. That's why some, like a lot of people just ended up, uh, I don't know if it ever got patched out, but there was like glitches where you could just basically jump through the wall and fucking just skip some of the trials. <laughs> so. Yeah. Breath of the Wild, I never got any of the expansions for. Well, the, the master thing was free. Was it? Yeah. Oh. It was just an update to the game. Once I beat it, I, I kind of just was like, I've never well, been a, I did it. I loaded it up to try to play it through the game again, and I just, uh, I just couldn't. Mm. Which is sad, because I, you know, I love the game, but it yeah, just... same here. Just, I... Mm. It, like, I was trying to play the game in a different order, and I still ended up playing it in the same order. So I was just like, oh, what the fuck? <laughs> subconsciously you're just like eh, i was like it. this is the order it has to be done in i don't care <laughs> yeah uh, all right let's see uh biomutant gross that came out this year yeah, I know, I mean, last did. year it's gross so I, we we did i didn't care for that at all i gave it to adam i went back after like the update and i just, it still just doesn't feel right mm. so i just that's disappointing that yeah. one was a big disappointment Especially since it had so much promise and it looked really cool. Great idea. The, yeah, art style was fantastic. The creature designs are cool. Yeah. It's just, yeah. It wasn't as much kung fu action adventure as they promised. No. Which sucked. I was really hoping it was going to be... Yeah. The, the whole like battle system felt really terrible to me and just the narrative itself just didn't feel that great. Yeah. It, was kind, of, it was kind of a big letdown to me. Mm. Uh, that kind of sucked. Uh, let's see what this one. Uh, Aliens Fireteam Elite. I played this year. Oh, that's right, we did. Yeah, I played that bit. one. I played that one. I beat that one. I've done some stuff. I they did some free update recently. I tried some more stuff with it, hmm. and it's fun. But it's one of those things where it's just like there's the makings of a really really good game there, mm-hmm. but because it's so limited, there's only like the what four story missions with three submissions each. Yeah, a horde mode. And then, like, some, like, defender mode that they just added recently, and it's like, well, on your own, you can only play that for so long before you're bored, or... Yeah, because it's basically all just wave after... That's all. That's it ends, all it ever It is. ends up just being basically, yeah. yeah. It's, so it's just kind of like, eh, there's, like, really good, like, design and stuff, but it just... Yeah, I mean, the game you, was gorgeous. You and burn it... out on it too fast, and it, like I said, if you're playing solo... You're going to give up much faster than you are if you can play in a group. Yeah. Well, that, and it felt like none of the weapons ever really felt stronger than the other. They all were pretty interchangeable. Because it's of, like, yeah. you know, you don't really get stronger. Is is definitely the, the takeaway I had from it. Oh, like, no. Well, Once your character class was maxed out and you could do the grid. Yeah. Um, like, my, my, um, 
what was it, Technician, and then the Destroyer or whatever, the Heavy Class ones, they they were just destroying shit. They were fine. Mm. Okay. But it's just... Well, it I takes always, a while I always to play get... as shitty classes. I played as the Medic. <laughs> yeah, it takes a while to get to that point. Well, and the mechanic for the Medic sucked. Yeah, it wasn't so... great. And I played a little bit as the... Um... What was it? was it? Maybe it was the Technician? The one with the turret? Yeah. We had the sentry brought you could just put I think down. so. I think so. That's the technician. I liked him, yeah. actually. The technician was pretty cool to he me. He was good. A free fucking turret that re- if it gets destroyed, it cools down in like 30 seconds. Drop another one so you always yeah. have an extra gun. Yeah. It was cool. It was, it was a great game. I thought the story was actually not too bad in it. Yeah, it, it looked it fits. visually beautiful. The, the, and it fits in with, like, the movies and stuff yeah. like that. It was really well and done. And the aliens are fucking terrifying. Like, yeah. the, those guys, like, the enemy types that you fight were really cool. I, yeah. The, the big queens that came out and the warriors were fucking scary as shit. Granted, the focus on the synthetics for parts of the, the game was stupid. Yeah. I, I was it. just like, eh, it feels kind of out of place in here. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's an alien game. I want to fight aliens. I don't want to fight. <laughs> I mean, if a predator would have shown up and we had to fight a predator, I would have been all for that over the synthetics. But that would have been a cool touch, actually. Yeah, to kind of blend almost like Alien vs. Predator. Yeah. Where, yeah, that would have been kind of neat, actually. Right. But it was a good game. That was a fun one. Yeah, I'm hoping they'll do better with like a sequel or something because obviously they're going to make one because oh, yeah. it did so well. All right, let's see. Uh, Axiom Verge two. Oh yes, that's right. Good old Axiom Verge 2. Why did I forget that? For some reason, know. that one slipped my mind. But that was fantastic. Really, really good game. I loved that fantastic. one. Fantastic. Story was really weird, but fun. Graphics were great for its style. I, I lo- always loved those pixel graphics. My, my only complaint with the pixel graphics was the map sucked. Yeah, the mapping was a little strange. You had to, I, I had to kind of turn the background off a little bit if that makes sense either give me just the generic castlevania blue or black squares Mm -hmm. or if you're going to try to put detailed like so i can see what a room looks like in the map make sure i can actually fucking see what the room looks like in the map that's why i said because they had that they had they had a slider where you could adjust how poignant the background was Mm -hmm. i actually ended up cutting that in half and it made it a hell of a lot easier to see yeah it just you yeah. shouldn't have to do that. I shouldn't no, be able to look at it at the default and be like, okay, this is what this is. Yeah. That game was fantastic, though. The love great that you, exploration. Love that you never had to fight, like, any of the bosses except for, like, the last one. Yeah, that's true. All like, the bosses were every optional. Every boss was optional. You could just walk into the room and be like, well, fuck this. I'm out. <laughs> Granted, you'll never get stronger if you don't. Right, right. So. It was a, it was a really, really good follow-up to Axiom Verge 1. Yeah. I think they did a really fantastic job with it. I think I liked the first one a little bit more, though. The first one felt more focused. Well, not just that, and it... The, like, the melee weapons and stuff were fun, but with some of the enemy types, like, I just found myself wanting a gun to shoot some of them. The game was a little hard for me, because enemies move so fast, and you couldn't kill them right away. Like, you'd end up getting hit. Yeah. So there was, like, hardly any way to really... I mean, you could deal with them reasonably well because I, you know, you get used to it. But it's it's there's a learning curve. Yeah, it's definitely a learning curve. But it played extremely well. I actually liked playing as the drone more than the more than the girl. Yeah, but it was so fast. In that yeah, way. and just the abilities it had made it so much easier to traverse. 
Yeah. I mean, but it was fantastic. That's one I definitely highly recommend people play. Is yeah, especially the if you Verge like Metroidvania games. games. Oh, yes. So If you like Super Metroid, Axiom Verge 1 is really good. The one thing I will say that Axiom Verge 2 did that was way cooler than um, what the first one did was, like, when you go into certain rooms and you would see basically, like, a cheat code in the background yes. where you can go into certain areas and do something and it would open up pads or cause mm -hmm. things to drop. That was really cool. Yeah. Yeah. The rifts I thought were really cool. I like going in between like the rifts to traverse certain things. Yeah. That was a really neat touch. I think the game was spot on. It was, it, it, it scratched that itch for a Metroidvania that I was having at the time. Yeah. It was perfect. Yeah. I, I absolutely adored it. All right. Let's see. Uh, Kenna bridge of spirits. I didn't play too much into that one. I haven't finished it yet because I kind of burned myself out on it. Just because, like, it's a great story. It's great exploration. My problem is, like, combat sucks in it. It feels very, like, dated combat-wise. Yeah, that's what you were saying. kind of feels like a two, PS2, PS3 era combat. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, it honestly, did feel a little stiff to me. Honestly, if they would have, like, just dropped combat and made it, like, a puzzle exploration game, it would have been perfect. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um... But yeah, I, I'm close to the end. I think I just I'll go back to it and finish it eventually. I just started like yeah, I got to a certain point, and then it was just kind of like yeah, and then started yeah. playing other stuff. Um, let's see, Scarlet Nexus. Oh God, yes. How'd you forget that one? I don't know. This year's been a blur. <laughs> that game was fucking fantastic. Scarlet Nexus was fucking great. I did. I have not finished going through the. The story as the girl yet though, mm. I went through as the guy. I have to restart that one. Um, and now then like apparently once you go through as the girl, like it flushes like flushes out the story better. You said you're supposed to start as the guy first. Right? Yeah, basically. I fucked that up. I started. As well, the you can do it either way, but if you play as the girl first and then play the guy's story, like her story spoils some of his stuff. Mm, okay. So it makes more sense to play him than her. Okay. Um, I know they added a bunch of, like, there's a couple, like, DLC packs that had more of those character missions. Oh, interesting. So, yeah. Now that, that was... they added a new level, there's, like, an EX level. Oh, that's cool. That you can only get by having those, so. That was a fantastic game, too. Played really well. Psychic powers were really well done. They felt fluid. I Nothing I'm ever hoping felt. for a sequel of some sort. That would be Doesn't good. necessarily have to continue this story. It can jump to a completely new story, mm -hmm. and I'd be okay with that. But the combat and the way everything felt in that game, they need to do more with this game, with, the, with that engine. I feel like if Astral Chain ever did a sequel, it would do really well in that style. Yeah. Because that one really, it really looked good. Yeah. They really knocked it out of the park. park. Scarlet Nexus, yeah. It was basically like a psychic tales game. <laughs> the only thing is, like, Scar it needed more enemy types. Yeah, you definitely kind of start to fight the same shit. You why? Because it's literally just the same creatures. A couple of them are just palette swapped, and then like one or two have slightly different cosmetic things on them. But it is literally the same creatures repeated all the time. Mm. So that's a little disappointing. Oh, that was one thing God Eater kind of suffered from too. Was you had like uh, some of the monsters were basically the same core type of what they did, but they had completely different looks. Yeah, um, I'm trying to think of a couple right off the bat. The big tank 
had a couple of different the ones. The Yeah, the Kazakoto. Or, or then there's the different Vajra variants. Yeah, yeah. The Ogre Tail variants. Um, but yeah, those were that kind of. Cause who who did God Eater? Wasn't that Bandai Namco? Yeah, yeah. Which is so, why yeah, makes a lot of sense actually. <laughs> which is why uh, uh, God Eater and um, that's right, Covain crossed over. That's right. That's when I hell technically tails crossed over with God Eater. Oh yeah, yeah they did. Cause yeah, when I um, oh that's right, Tales of Arise. There yep. we go. That was my that last was one. <laughs> that's my last one is Tales of Arise. Yeah, cause I ended up buying or I ended up buying that crossover one with the the uh, Code Vein. That's one I have to try. Code Vein. I have to try more of that. Of the like of the Soul style, it's the only one I like. It's cause it it, it was a Soul style that really didn't feel like it. Well, not only, yeah, you actually felt like you got stronger. Like, having the partner with you was fun. The story was better. Yeah. Granted, a little cliche, but... No, aren't they all? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Scarlet Nexus, I think, was a top-notch game. I, I I was really impressed with that one. Yeah. A l- story gets a little weird because it starts involving time travel. God damn it. I didn't get that far. <laughs> The story gets weird. <laughs> they really just dump you into it too. Like, That's, it, 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 it's, yeah. yeah, it's it's hard to follow until you get totally like you get the full picture, and then you're like, oh, okay, yeah, it's a little yeah. fucked up. But I mean, it was it's a cool idea. I really like it because like as the girl when when her her sister changes, I thought it was really neat. Yeah. But yeah, it's there's a lot of twists in it, and they, they come hard and fast. Yeah. <laughs> Life comes at you fast. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, that's when I'll have to. I'll have to restart that one soon. Yeah. Once I kind of finish off some of these ones I've been playing lately. Because yeah, I kind of I kind of dropped that one for a while to start playing like Returnal and stuff like that. Yeah, I just got to so. go load back up and finish her story, and then. Although the the one cool thing was because you're able to do it as like a new game plus thing, so when I started her story as new game plus, like all of like the upgraded weapons mm. so like because at the end of at the end of his story you basically have access to all of the characters okay which makes sense so I, I was able to get all of them their upgraded most upgraded weapons and stuff like that so when I started her game <laughs> I started with the strongest goddamn weapon in the game <laughs> so like she's just running up to stuff and like slice 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 I'm like oh yeah that was supposed to be a hard fight wasn't it <laughs> that's awesome the so, boss fights were really satisfying in that one. Being able to just, like, grab the environment and throw it down on it. Yeah, the See, elemental Did you get things. far enough to where you got, like, the super, like, the Psycho Crush ability or whatever, where the yeah. environment changes? Yes, I where believe it, like, I turns did. into, like, a purple, like, black void? No, no, I didn't, yeah, you I get didn't this, quite get that far. You get this thing where I think you hit, like, L3, R3, and you do your full psychic power, and you just end up in this like void where all this shit's floating. You can throw stuff at enemies, oh, yeah, I and definitely didn't go that far, like though. the powers get really cool. That's especially awesome. the come, especially when you start combining like you could do the the link system, the SAS, I think it was. Yeah, yeah. Where you grab like the other psychic people's powers, so he would use your pot their powers too. That see, that was such a cool idea too, with all like everybody having their own different like. Unique uh, element, like, yeah. traits. Yeah. There are different abilities with, like, psychokinesis and all this other shit. It was really cool touch. Yeah. I always... I'm a sucker for psychic powers, man. That stuff's always really cool to me. Yeah. And there's, like, revelations about, like, the two main characters that, like, happen later in the game that you're just like, oh, things make so much more sense now because 
You're like, your powers are generic. And then you realize, your power is not generic. <laughs> it, it, it kind of feels like, um, what's-his-face from the Persona games? Your main character who's, like, everybody but nothing at the same time. What is it? They, they, they always say you're zero. Where it's like you're a number full, you're nothing, but you're infinite po- possibilities. Sort of. I'll just give you mild spoilers. Turns out your power is not psychokinesis. Really? Yeah, not at all. Oh, awesome. Your power is something completely fucking different. <laughs> so, uh, like, all the shit you're doing, you're like, okay, makes sense that you're able to do all that shit, plus have the effect on the story that you're doing. You're like, they actually thought that out pretty well. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Well, I look forward to actually yeah. playing that one again, then. And then, Fuck. and then, yeah, my last one is Tales of Arise, because, well, that one was just fucking amazing. Tales of Arise was fantastic. They took so many great things and made them much better. No, nah, and then art style, like art that, style like, was water great. paint, like the, the, the like the, almost the like the watercolor painting mm-hmm. for the environment and stuff just looked gorgeous. I loved Ran all the so characters. well on the PS5. Oh yeah, all the characters were actually really cool. I love uh, what's her face Rinwell. I thought she was amazing. I, uh, all the characters felt great. The only thing is like it. Especially coming from, like, Berseria and stuff. Well, you know, I think Berseria and Zestiria were even... But, like, it's weird coming from earlier, some of the earlier Tales games where you had the world map, like Vesperia, yeah. Symphonia, and stuff like that, where you basically you had the world map to not having a world map, and then Arise being a very, like, linear game. Yeah, it was a little it was. weird. It was a little linear, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, it's yeah. literally just okay. You're in this area. Do all this. Fight the. Get to the end. Fight the Lord. And go then, to the next one. Yeah, and yeah. that's and it, that's what it is until like way later in the game. Mm-hmm. Granted, you have the ability to like quick travel like from the beginning of the game. Oh yeah, quick so travel that, was huge. So there's a whole bunch of like side quests that open up as you're jumping to the new areas. Yeah. So it's. Like, I always. One of the things I found funny in it is when you did quick travel, the characters made it sound like they actually had to travel. Yeah. It was really funny. Like, whew, that took a while. <laughs> I always, it was just one of those weird little funny things that it it makes sense because, like, quick travel doesn't actually exist in yeah. that world. So it's like, okay, cool. Like, yeah. it, it was one of those neat little nods that, like, you always wonder about in some of these games. Or some of like, the interactions in the, around the campfires when you're taking a break. Oh, yeah. Like, the weird. character the character development between all of the characters was fantastic. Yeah. I thought Doalim was really well done, and just a lot of their motivations were really well, like, thought out. Kasara, as, you know, all these things. It was, the game was phenomenal. Yeah. It really was. There were a f- few aspects that I think weren't very well done. The only, like, two, like, major complaints I have with it were related to combat. A little combat, yeah. Well, one was yeah. just, like, I hate that everything has super armor. Yeah. That's just dumb. Like, I understand some of, like, the bigger enemies having it or an enemy being able to trigger an ability that gives it that, but everything having super armor to where you don't stun anything in the game until they hit that break point. Yeah. For an action RPG, that just does not feel good. No. It got annoying, too, when you, like, because every character had their own unique ability to combat certain enemy types. Like, Law could break through shields and stuff. Yeah. It was annoying when you met a fight where like five enemies would have that ability well law using it hits maybe two of them 
Yeah, and yeah. then I kill them, you and now I have to wait for Law to recharge you to use to... that ability. And I was like, God damn it! Yeah, there's, or you have to find a way of grouping them up so you hit all of them at once. Yeah, yeah it's... especially in like some of like the hunts, like those fights got because I ended up hitting a point in that game where it's like my partner, I'm I'm actually out of money and out of items That's... because yeah. my partners are so useless that they die right away. Or the enemies are hitting me so hard that I, I just can't survive. And I don't know if I'm under-leveled. Well, if... and that's the problem is, like, this one, each region is basically level-capped, too. Oh, that's right. You were saying, yeah, because your experience goes down. As, so, as like, yeah, yeah. so, like, enemies in, like, the first area range, we'll just make up a number from, like, say they go from, like, 5 to, like, 20. Well, once you hit, like, level 20 or 21... The amount of experience you get is basically like halved, if not more. Mm. So like, it's just kind of like, and until you get um, like the artifacts that give you like bonus SP and XP at the end of battle and stuff like that, it sucks. Yeah. Like grinding levels in that one sucked. Maybe that's because, yeah, that's the point where I'm at is just like some of the enemies are just, it's a chore to battle. Like the and, boss fights are, are a joke to me because I, I, I can't survive it. And All my like, guys are getting knocked out, and I have no healing items left, and I can't afford any of them. And while I like the like that uh, that healing system it has, where like you can only have the oh, you have the reserve that yeah that fuels your healing. I like that, but at the same time, does get a little annoying on some of the harder fights. <sighs> yeah, I found I find that that's it's hard to manage. Yeah, especially when what's her face Shion will just constantly spam healing, and then I'm oh, I'm out. Yeah. Fuck. Basically, yeah. For for most of the game, a lot of the party basically, I just had stuff on that either boosted defense or HP, and that was it. Yeah, but otherwise the game was fantastic. It was a fucking top notch narrative. Yeah. That I really enjoyed, and I think it's it plays extremely well. All like I said, it's one of the few games where I actually loved all the characters. Yeah. And and because I thought at first Law was going to be annoying. I actually kind of like him, and I like his fighting style. I was afraid the the mage was going to end up being like, uh... Maggie Lou? No, uh, Rita. Oh, yeah. Because she seemed like that at first, and then, like, when she kind of first meet her, I'm like, oh, great. She's going to be another Rita, where she's just annoying, and then, like, she'll, like, slowly change. But I'm like, oh, God, no. Yeah, I didn't And then like she, ended up, she ended up not being that way. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, it ended. It that game was was very good. I I was really impressed with what they did. Yeah, they certainly knocked it out of bark on that, for sure. So let's move on to what uh, what we have coming out in this first quarter of next year. So obviously, the first game to come out in, in the end of January here is Pokemon Arceus. I have it pre-ordered. I don't know if you wanted it pre-ordered, or what you want. I don't know if you're gonna get it. I don't know. I'm torn. Like, the more I see about it, the more I want it because I love. I'm a sucker for that regional variant shit. Yeah, I like the regional variants. I really like some of the design. Well, Zoro some of the Arc designs, looks so cool. Some of the other designs that they've done for regional variants have been stupid. Like the what was it? Was it Diglett that got the hair? Oh yeah. Like some of the Where regional, it became steel ground. And... Some of the regional variants have been the dumbest thing that they've ever done. The Alolan region had some really stupid. But then variants. other regions like the the Zorua, yeah, Zoro for this and new Zoro region, arc look fucking great, fucking awesome looking. Being ghost normal was such an interesting typing. At it's, first, it was never done before this. It was never done before, and normally when they add normal type to anything, it's a detriment. 
Yeah. There is nothing that it normal can do. It always gets rid do. of one of their resistances or something. Yeah, well, look at Doduo. He's normal flying. Even though he's an ostrich, he can't fly anyway. But, like, <laughs> or even Pidgey, Pidgeotto, Pidgeot. Like, normal does you no good except get rid of your flying weak or your resistance. fighting resistance. Yeah. Why? Why would you do that? Yeah, it's dumb. But, like, with this Zoroark, who's normal ghost, it's almost like a twofold thing. Ghost doesn't work on normal, so he's not affected by other ghosts. Perfect. Well... Normal doesn't affect ghost at all. Normal doesn't affect ghost at all, so that's great. Normal doesn't affect anything, really. So it's like, all right, so he can't well, touch Well, normal can't that. even hit ghost anymore. No, so. which fighting also can't touch ghost. So... It oh, yeah, gets rid of its normal weakness, yeah. which is the only weakness it has. It's fighting. So it's a kind of a genius combination. It's the only way normal is actually very well thought if, out. If I'm not mistaken, this, the normal ghost has the most like, res, like resistances and immunities of any combination. I want to say dark ghost. Yeah. Cause Sableye for a while was the only Pokemon that, cause that's, that's how you got that typing or that cheat kind of where you could breed Sableye to have Wonder Guard where he could only be hit by super effective moves but at the time before Fairy came out Dark Ghost had literally zero weaknesses you couldn't kill Sableye you couldn't even hit him if I don't if I'm not mistaken I think you needed to hit him with like a poison or, or a burn or something you needed some way to to inflict a status effect that did damage um, but the, then normal ghost has no weaknesses. Well, wouldn't it have psychic or dark? It would have to, because ghost is weak to dark. Dark would still work on it. Let's see. Dark would be two times effective against ghost. Yeah, and then just normal against normal. Oh, yeah. So it would have, yeah, it'd be two times weak to dark. Psychic might be as well? I'm not positive. I don't know anymore because, like, <laughs> for some reason, like, dark, ghost, fairy, and psychic all all befuddle me. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I, I still don't really know what, like, a lot of things work on when it comes to that trio or that, like, combination of quads there because, like, some of them make sense and some of them don't. Like, Fairy, I know, is weak to steel and poison. But I want to say fire, for some reason, is resistant to fairy, but not weak to fire? I don't... Yeah, It's, I don't... it's something bizarre. Oh, and it works on dragon because that was the whole idea. Is it's supposed to counter? It's supposed to be dragon's counter. But yeah, like Zorua or Zoro Arc being normal ghost was a genius typing. Um, I want to say Voltorb is actually going to have a regional variant as well. That wouldn't surprise me. It's, and it's something kind of goofy. Voltorb, Hisui. He is going to be. Electric grass. It looks like that. It looks like a wooden ball. Yeah. <laughs> Which is weird. I, I, I thought he was going to be rocking though. But yeah, uh, the Hisuian Voltorb is going to be electric grass. Which is kind of an interesting type, actually. Have they done... I, can't think I don't of... think so. 
Not that I think about it. I don't think there is an electric grass. Not mm. that I can... There's electric steel with Toga Madaru. There's flying electric with with Emolga. Pakari, there's water electric. Is, yeah, there's water electric. There's... I don't think there's... Ground electric? No, ground steel. No, I don't know. Electric is kind of phased in and out between a whole bunch of different types. Yeah. But, like, you have... A, I want to say that they've... They've kind of said that the evolutions of the starters are going to have regional variants. Unless mm. maybe that was just a fan thing I saw. Oh, but I there was know. kind of, like, speculation. But you have, like, evolutions have different regional variants. Like, you have uh, Stantler Fight only has an evolution into Weirdeer. Basculin's going to be Basket Legion. Um... Scyther is getting another fucking type. Or another thing. He's going to be Rock... What is it? Rock something. Rock Bug. He's turning. He turns into Cleaver now. Which is annoying, because I kind of wish they would have done that with Pinsir more than Scyther. Pinsir deserves some fucking time in the shine. Um, yeah. Braviary is going to be Psychic Flying. So it's like, they're going to change a whole bunch of types. Growlithe, of course. He's going to be Fire Rock. And he evolves into something different now, too. So it's like, it's really interesting to me. I, I think it's going to be very fascinating to see what they do with the game. But from what I've read so far is somebody, there's been a leak that somebody did where they said that they've actually removed abilities and held items from the game. Which a lot of people are up in arms about. And I'm, I'm like, okay, I really don't use held items very often. Well, I mean, with the style of game this is it kind of makes sense and with the abilities like okay uh, it's fine like fine with certain abilities especially because it's like the open world type thing like the weather affecting ones would be kind of a pain in the ass yeah so it's like i i can i get why they removed that because that's not what the game's about really yeah i didn't say i don't i haven't seen anything about how combat's gonna be in this one i don't really know and that's kind of the biggest mystery of how this is going to go, because it's like... It's like, do, is, does, it, does it's, it play like a normal Pokemon where it's going to shift into another scene to fight? Or no, do you just it, fight it in the area? It fights in the area. So, like, I, but... Is it still turn-based? I don't know. Because they show scenes of you just throwing out a Pokemon, or a Pokeball, the Pokemon pops out and then attacks, and then goes back into the Pokeball to, like... To, but you fight things that way but then it also shows fights where like a pokemon will yell at you and it goes into turn base i don't know, I don't know. That's, i'm I not sure how i haven't really kept up too much on it i like I, the zoruo was the last thing i yeah. really looked at well they haven't really released a whole lot which is strange too yeah but like i don't know it's like you get two different types of battle I'm well, one, maybe sure. i'm gonna say maybe trainer battles are different than wild encounters maybe because like the that wi- would make sense the, though the wild pokemon can also attack you directly mm. like if you're in the wild sometimes like if you're, you're going to catch a shanks it might just charge at you <laughs> kind of like in sword and shield where they would start chasing you kind of but that it doesn't trigger all... a battle they just knock your ass over and i think they can take you out which i thought so was always like... funny when like, you'd be walking, all of a sudden something would pop, and, just, dur, 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 and you're like, oh, shit! <laughs> yeah, a Lucario just comes charging at you. Or a Machamp. <laughs> so it's like, I'm not entirely sure how combat's going to be, and that's what my younger brother's worried about. He's like, he's not sure if they're going to just do a let's go and focus on the exploration rather than the battle, 
or if they're see for me pokemon needs battle it's me too I, I think it needs, but I don't know if that's necessarily going to be its focus. It's not going to be honest, as in depth with like Ivies and Eevees, like <laughs> like the name. At main this line point, like I wouldn't even mind like them doing stripping away turn based and going to a full I action. I to choose an action. I choose this Pokemon. It goes into battle. I directly control that Pokemon in battle. So it'd be more like the TV show. Yeah. Where like I can hit cool. the I can hit B, dodge, and then my other buttons are holding like R and I can pull up the wheel to do my different my moves and shit like that. And See, that's how I've always kind of imagined the games should have gone is more of an action based and it's like use a move and then it has a cooldown. Yeah. And then yeah, and yeah, still you still can... has a peep you still have an energy meter, mm-hmm. stuff like that. So I think like, that'd be a cool idea. It would be freaking awesome, but I Unfortunately Pokemon's one of those fan bases that like when they deviate, die hard. if they deviate too much, they bitch. If they stay exactly the same, they bitch. <laughs> like so, us. <laughs> it's like, well, we've also been playing eight generations of the same game. Why? And see, that's why. Like, at least with Arceus, you can they can be like, well, it's not a mainline game. Yeah, true. So I can do like with Snap or anything like that. I can do whatever the fuck I want. Yeah, and they should. And this so. looks good. Like I, I'm kind of digging it. I, yeah, I, I like think the art the, style and everything. Yeah, the so. art style is great. I think the 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 Game looks like it's gonna play fantastic. I'm really, really looking forward to it. So that's one of the ones I'm, I'm, and that comes out later this month. So I'm already excited for it. It comes out the 28th of January, I believe. I'm gonna say, yeah, I yeah. I want to see more before I decide if I want it or not. Because that's my big fear with it is like it's gonna be get it and just be like, oh, it's, oh like it's gonna end up like Biomutant, where it's just. I like a bunch of the ideas, but I just don't like the way the game plays. Yeah, and execution at that point, fell short. And yeah. I, it's what I just want to like have it and then put it down and just never touch it again. Like Biomutant is collecting dust, so it's like yeah. eh. maybe once I get it, I'll I'll play it for a while and then let you know. Yeah, or you can come over yeah, and watch come it over for a while and see. And see. Yeah. Um, well, let's see. What is it? February Horizon Forbidden West. Yes. So Horizon Zero Dawn sequel. Yeah, that one looks so amazing. Is that just me, or is it agitating to you that people care about how attractive Aloy is? I think she looks fine. Or how lack of attractive she is. I think she looks fine. I'm. Who's complaining? Idiots. Like, because I remember that was a big thing when they showed it. They're like, oh, she's, she's chubby. She's, she's got chubby cheeks now. She's got chubby cheeks. She's too masculine. She's not. She's not. I'm like, when was this ever an issue? I like know. in the first one, she wasn't like, if you want to be sexist, traditionally attractive. Oh, she was like, yeah. I thought she was cute as fuck. Yeah, I thought she was adorable. She's a fucking redhead. Of course she is. Oh yeah. <laughs> I thought she was hot, and she's Aloy. she's a badass. Like she, I loved playing as Aloy. She's one of my favorite like heroines. Yeah from any game like i i really dug it and this one i'm looking really forward to as well yeah all the new mechanics like the glider and all like the stuff that they've added yeah and swimming being able to go underwater looks like it's gonna be amazing i'm uh, yeah all the stuff they showed for for like that opening scene where or that thing they showed in the the um god what was it that release trailer yeah they show where you're rescuing that guy I thought looked incredible. I'm I'm really really looking forward to it, and I hope it 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 lives up to it. I yeah. can't see well, how they could fuck it up. I mean, they could keep the formula from the first one, and as long as it's like it keeps that formula and it's a good story, it's good. It's golden. Yeah, I'm I'm hoping to see like what um what the next 
like, like the, what part of the story what is part of the story goes because yeah the end of like not only the main game but then uh, the expansion wilds yeah like you got the full story is of that Hephaestus was frozen wilds uh, I can't remember which god it is. I don't remember, but it's, you you basically learn you learn the you go up the you go up the one rune and you learn the truth about what happened. Yeah, you learn ev- basically like everything. So now it's a it's not so much a her trying to figure out who she is in the past and stuff about the past. It's more of a well now I'm just I'm leaving the only place I've ever known. Mm-hmm. What type of adventure is going to be happening? Yeah, because it's it's going to be clans she's never clans and people she's never dealt with creature t- like like the robot types that she's never dealt with mm-hmm. I mean, we've seen like the turtle there's that like swimming like leviathan almost looking thing yeah so it's gonna be really good yeah. uh, it was one it, i want to say that game was almost the game of the year for me that year horizon? it released horizon because oh, yeah, it, it felt so good to play and it looked so fantastic and it plays even better on the ps5 so i can't wait for the ps5 <sighs> version of, of forbidden west yes so I I do for Christmas I pre-ordered that edition the special edition for you. Oh, okay. not the one with the statue. Don't be ridiculous. I ain't oh, spending no. three hundred dollars. Well, <laughs> to be honest, it's one of the few games where I've looked at like the like the, the editions that have come out. Yeah. And I'm like normal edition. I'm like okay, it's just it's the game, and then like the deluxe edition is like the game, a soundtrack, and then like a couple pieces of equipment. I'm like. The fuck is all that for? Just normal edition. Yeah, <laughs> it's well, the, I got you that one. <laughs> it's, well, because like usually the deluxe editions have some like ex- the season pass or something like yeah. that, but this one it's it's literally all just stuff that's probably going to be useless within the first two hours. Yeah. Other than the soundtrack. And, well, what was nice is because uh, you could upgrade the equipment. And actually, some of that stuff you got from like pre-ordering or whatever on the first one. I never used any of it. Oh, I I used a bit of it. But I, I think I I got the first one used, so mm. I didn't get any of the pre-order stuff until later. And I well I know the complete edition had a bunch of extra shit too. Yeah, I got that from my uni- brother for Christmas. Those, yeah, it had some armors that were added after the fact. Yeah, but yeah. no, I am one hundred percent looking forward to that, and I I can't wait. Yeah, I'm really uh, Aloy is one I have one of the Funko Pop figures for, mm. and I hope they kind of do another one of her for <laughs> for Forbidden West. So yep, there's that. Um, and then I want to say March. March is April Wonderland. is Tiny Tina's Wonderland. That's March. It's that is March. Yes, March like. It's either right before or right after my birthday. Mm-hmm. That's all I remember. But that one looks fantastic. That, too. I, did you I can't see wait the new character reveals? No, I didn't. So um, the first two they revealed were was the Stabomancer, which, <laughs> which is an assassin archetype who can like summon psychic blades and stuff like that. Oh, that's cool. And goes stealth, so he's a rogue. So he's like zero. Yeah, but he's, but, but he's a rogue. Yeah, that's cool. Then the the other one they revealed originally was the Berserker. Which is just a berserker, like, but he's like all ice so abilities. So like stuff a cryo like mage kind of. No, but he's a, a... like melee. Focus, oh, like interesting. Um, berserker, so stupid. Then <laughs> this game's gonna be ridiculous. God, what was the the third one they revealed was? Oh, it was some stupid pun about the hammer, because it's got this hammer that can throw it and summon it back like four. Oh, that's cool. And it's got a pet fucking dragon. <laughs> <laughs> and then the the uh, the fourth class they've revealed is a wizard who's got the ability to put two spells on instead of one. Oh, that's cool. So I I'll was, probably use him. I'll, I'll be honest. I was like wizard, and the fact that yeah. you can do like cross classes. 
Yeah. So that that'll be interesting. There's two more classes they have to reveal still. Wow, they're gonna have six. Yeah. Wow. And the fact that it's it's a completely customizable character. Yeah. Like you're choosing your class, the way you look. That's I really want to get the what is it like the. It's like. I can't remember what the name of it is, but it's. It's it's basically it's the game, the season pass, and then there's these like two hero armor sets that come with it for pre-order mm-hmm. like that's the, i want to get that version just because i the game looks so good <laughs> it looks phenomenal and I've, i i think it's going to be a fantastic game i liked borderlands 3 some of the some of the stuff that 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 they've talked about for it are like hilarious because like if you've played did you play any of like tiny tina assault on dragon keep yes uh wait the one they released recently or the that's... one on ps2 or ps2 the one on borderlands 2 it's the, the same thing yeah, yeah. It just they've released it as a standalone. Oh yes, yes, I did. I okay, played so, a bunch of it. Yeah. So, do you remember like and like you would be doing something, and then like she'd like introduce this big badass, and then all of a sudden they'd be like, "Dude, it's the beginning of the game." You yes. Can't. <laughs> so she'd be like, "Fine, it's this instead." Yeah. Well, a bunch of like I guess that sort of stuff happens like, in the game in this one as well, but it'll happen on the like the world map. So, like, one of the things they showed was, like, there was a Chio across the border. So, she's like, it's an indestructible wall that you can't get by. And she's like, how do we get around it? She's like, I don't eat it. Ah. <laughs> it's like, it's, so I've always liked Tiny Tina. I thought she, I always thought she was a funny character. And so, I liked her in, in 2 and 3. So, yeah. I'm really looking forward to seeing what, what they do with it. And his yeah. Borderlands is one of those where it's, yeah, the jokes kind of run stale after a while. But... It's still but it never enjoyable. takes itself too serious that it ruins the stuff. Yeah, so I'm I, I I'm really looking forward to Tiny Tina's Wonderland because that to me that was one of the best expansions they ever did. Yeah, was Dragon Keep. Yes, even though it was horridly unbalanced. Oh and, God, and yeah. very kind of a pain in the ass. It was it was actually a really funny idea and yeah. a really great narrative. Yeah, because she's just an enjoyable character. Well, anyway. and it was a good way of her dealing with the death of a character from the main game so yeah that's true that's true so it was really well it was well thought out mm-hmm. uh one of the ones i don't remember when it releases but i actually just recently seen a a video on it was uh forespoken speaking of square enix yeah that was another one really really good it, it's very very fascinating to me and and I, I i don't know much about it but i i did pre-order it just because the idea of it looked really fascinating because it's like she's all wizardy you well, know i'm a sucker for wizardies the story that they've revealed so far is she's basically she's from, from like, our world yeah she's from like she new gets, york or something and then something happens and she gets sucked into the other world to be a savior yes although it's like and like the weird thing is like i guess it's a, a basically a female dominated world where all yeah. the positions of power are women so, that's what i see and it's like there's like yeah. this weird like conniving council that's like out to kill her or something like that or take yeah. her powers it looks she has some, really like, sentient weapon. yeah it's just it's, it looked extremely fascinating to me and i'm like ooh, this is really neat i really and hope it they looks nail gorgeous it. i hope they nail it because like the spell stuff they've shown looks really really cool oh, yeah the spell stuff in the trailer looked great where she clumps them together and then does like the big ice thing yeah i was like this looks like it's gonna be a lot of fun or the one where she's parkouring like running across the like the 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 edge of like the crevice on the rocks Mm -hmm. like it looks really really cool yeah that's one i i once i saw the trailer i was like i definitely probably gonna pre-order this because that looks really good yeah and just the story intrigued me you know it's yeah this this big matriarchal society i'm always a sucker for wizard type characters though so oh me too 
I always love wizardy things. That's always usually if you throw some sort of wizardy thing in there, that's that's who I am. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, those are those are the four that I have. I'm looking forward to next year, well, at least first quarter that they've revealed. Dying Light Two. I'll probably wait on that. I did oh, like the, Dying Light One a lot. The first one was so good. The second one looks like it's even better. Yeah. So I, they're just adding a lot of verticality and stuff like that. So I'm like, okay, oh, that's, that's good. That was one thing I really did enjoy about the first one was a lot of like the, um, just the way you could climb the environment. Yeah. They really thought it out very well. And a lot of games have kind of utilized that since. Well, and like this one's you're going to have like, like a wingsuit so you can climb up to the top of the skyscrapers and glide across the city and shit like that. Oh, that's cool. So, and then there's some sort of like faction system in this one. So that'll be interesting. Oh, interesting. So supposedly like it'll be more, what is it? think Morrowind style where if you side with one faction you can't do another one. Oh, interesting. Interesting. So okay, supposedly cool. we'll see how much cool. that that actually makes it into the final game. Yeah, yeah. Is in uh, in Dying Light 1, I remember the only thing I didn't like was the nighttime stuff. See, I like it, but it, oh my god, is it stressful? <laughs> yeah. It, it was the one thing that I was kind of just like, eh. I, I, Cuz once those big mutant guys start chasing you. Oh yeah, you're mm-hmm. fucked. Yeah, you're fucked. <laughs> And you well, like I had said in when we were talking about like uh, Resident Evil Village or or what or seven, I'm sorry, where it's just like I'm terrible with getting chased and and being at able least, to evade stuff. At least in Dying Light, like the if you have the grapple hook, you've got enough like space where you can just sprint or actually stealth by a lot of these creatures and stuff. That's true. That's so true. there's enough options that you can yeah. you can do stuff. But that was a really good game, actually. I. I yeah, I'll have to keep my eye on that one. I'm looking forward for to that, that one. Yeah. Oh, uh, God of War. Well, Ragnarok. That's right. God of War Ragnarok comes out next year. So, well, this year. Or this year, I guess. I, no, I yeah. think September, I think, is what they said. Hopefully it doesn't get pushed back or anything. It was supposed to be out last year. Was it really? Yeah. Oh, interesting. So it got pushed back to next year, so. Well, that should be interesting. I'll have to finish the first one at some point. Yeah. <laughs> Then, that was another one. Great, great game. Great story. I actually didn't mind it. It's yeah. the first God of War game I've thoroughly enjoyed so far. Because I actually don't mind Kratos. Because he's definitely more human. He's, he's mellowed out a lot. Yes. He is more likable than any of the other God of War games. <laughs> I actually really liked his character. Because he was he like just didn't know how to talk to his son. Like, that's basically the game. Like, yeah. he just doesn't know how to emote. <laughs> <laughs> But, like, you could tell that he loves his kid. Like, that's what made it so great. Well, and he's afraid of, because of all the events of the previous series, he's afraid to be close to his kid because he knows that as soon as he gets close to his kid, he's afraid that this kid's going to die, too. Like mm-hmm. his previous family, who yeah. died and are bonded to his fucking skin. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just, yeah. But they did a fantastic, the game looked gorgeous. Combat was no, stressful to me because no cuts I, in the camera ever no which is weird one but big cam it. it was fantastic the game was beautiful yeah i really like i said i still was, have never beaten the valkyrie queen but uh oh she <laughs> i've seen things i've seen videos on her and i'm not good enough in battles I was just to do like, that kind of stuff I, I died like 20 times where i'm like i don't need to beat you <laughs> <laughs> yeah so well i guess that'll do it for this one yep 2021 had a lot of great games. We played a lot of great stuff. 2022 is shaping up to have a lot of good things too. Hopefully, well, hopefully we don't get a uh, a bio mutant flop. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, 
But uh, let us know what you played last year and what you are looking forward to this year. What do you just, what do you want to play? What's in your backlog that you've been thinking of playing that just haven't? Because either life gets in the way or you're like us where you get ADD and you just don't feel like playing. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so you can always hit us up on Facebook. There's Twitter. There's PowerTripGaming.tv. Takes you directly to the YouTube channel where you can watch us play through some of the games that we have in our backlog. Like Paul finishing off Silent Hill 2. I'm going to be starting Fatal Frame. We're going to be doing all sorts of shit. And if you don't like social media we have gmail it's uh nespowertrip at gmail.com yes sir it would have been bad i'm the one who set it up if i didn't remember it (laughs) (laughs) and you almost bungled it you had to think about it for a hot second fuck off (laughs) (laughs) so yes that'll be another power trip gaming power cast now you're listening no power with power Look who decides to finally join us. He woke up. (laughs) How's your headache, buddy? (laughs) With power.